This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. You are listening to The Arenality on RFM. Hello everyone, my name is Arina Aizal and thank you for tuning in on Otago Access Radio for my radio show and podcast, The Arenality. So firstly, I would like to acknowledge our listeners on Radio Kidnappers in Hawke's Bay, Wellington Access Radio, Plains FM in Christchurch, Free FM in Hamilton, and Coast Access Radio in Horofenua and Kapiti. Hello from Dunedin, and to our international listeners out there tuning into the podcast, hello from New Zealand. So the Arenality is a platform for women with international backgrounds on their cultural identities, belonging, well-being, and passions in Aotearoa. And this episode is a special episode because after so long of doing Arena Reflex episode, we finally have a guest with us. Her name is Justine Shutro. Kia ora, Justine. Kia ora, everybody. Thank you so much for bringing me on. This is a nice surprise, a nice change of pace. Um, and I'm very happy to be here. Yeah. yeah. And I do want to acknowledge um, how we met. So yeah. we met at the Korean classes. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. Which you've been missing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so the reason why I haven't been to my classes is because um, Tiffany left me. And yeah. it just, I just didn't know how to go there without yeah. her. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, everybody gets busy. So. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it was... Well, yeah, I've left, so, (laughs) you know, uh, but it was a fun class. I got to meet a lot of people, you know, the the group of people there were really great. I'm hoping that I can be back at some point, but I'm not sure where the season and work is going to take me. So, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, I mean, I've been trying to keep up with my tutoring, so maybe like Zoom classes and stuff like that. It's really interesting to know that you are studying Korean and you're doing yeah. so well. She's like the best in class. Well, yeah. I would yeah. not say yeah. that. Yeah, she is. <laughs> like, like the teacher loves her. Yeah. <laughs> I know that. That's because she's my tutor. <laughs> like, she's my private tutor. And, mm. you know, um, I don't know if I would say that. But especially because I haven't been putting my a lot of time into my studying. I, you know, I've been busy with work and life and everything. So was just going to classes when I was going and not putting not studying a lot other on my house or anything but mm. it was still really fun and you know it, it was something interesting to do especially mm. to change a pace challenge myself in a new way yeah yeah and tell me why is it that you're passionate about Korean culture um I guess I was looking for a while to you know, learn a new language. I, I've always had this facility to... Not facility, that's not the word. Uh, it, it's easy for me to pick up new languages. It's it's always been like that. And I thought about Chinese, and then I was like, no, no Chinese is going to be too hard. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody that I know that has tried it was like, oh, it's really, really hard. And then I've always liked, loved Korean culture, more so on the side of, like, movies and K-dramas and, you know, af- during lockdown, after lockdown, I've sort of made my way back to it after a long time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I was just like, well, I'll give it a try and try something new and why not? So yeah, <laughs> there we go. That is yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. And I love learning the new language as well. It just makes you 
like immerse yourself in a different yeah. culture and you just understand things better. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Especially when it comes from such a different culture. Because I don't know, I've, I've grown up surrounded by Western culture and the US and like US media or European media. So something that comes from China, from Japan, from Asia, which are cultures that I really like. Um, I don't know, it, it was very interesting to get into that and learn about their history and their you know, all aspects of their culture, not just movies, but, you know. Yeah, yeah and actually been... meet those people. And exactly, talk to them. yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, um, yes, so um, let's talk about your culture. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we <laughs> mentioned that at all. Yeah. Um, so you grew up in Argentina? Yeah, so I'm all originally from Argentina. Um, I've been living here for almost seven years now. And... Uh, I don't want to say this, but I don't really miss it. <laughs> um, now, there's a lot of stuff that I do miss. And I have to say that even here, there's a really big group of Latin people, Argentinian, Uruguayan. So that's made it feel a lot like home. Um, I don't know. Argentina has a lot of beautiful things. Mm. <laughs> and I lo like it is my country. It's like, you know, mm. Um but I'm very happy to be here. Yeah, and I can totally yeah. relate to that. Yeah. You know, there is that love-hate relationship that you have yeah. with your culture and where you come from yeah. or um, where you were born in, you know? it's Yeah. yeah well, it's it, I mean, it is the place where I grew up. I was there until I was, like, 26. I didn't, like, leave the country until I was 26. So, obviously, it's given me so much. Um what can I say? Well, I'm a chef, and I, I studied being a chef there. Mm. So my qualifications are from Argentina. And, you know, um, I think after so many years being outside the country, it's also made me reflect on how much I don't want to go. No, I don't <laughs> want to say that. Um, I've been able to appreciate a lot of things about Argentina being outside. Um you know, it's a beautiful country. There's a lot of things that even when you relate to people here, you, you can't really find that there's a certain, like, warmth in Latin people that is irreplaceable. Mm -hmm. So the way we... I think that's one of the things I miss most about Argentina, the way people relate to each other and interact. I found that maybe in other places. So I've lived in Australia. I've lived in the U.S., it's a little bit colder and like more more distant yeah. between people. There's mm -hmm. not such a strength or passionate interaction. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know things like that, little things like that. But in saying that, I've found a great group of people here as well. Mm -hmm. So I feel very at home. I don't know. S still Latin people though. Yeah, that is <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. I think it's good good to be. Uh, to connect with the people yeah. who have similar values as you, you know? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Um, I do have a lot of friends from other countries as well. Um, but same. I think, yeah, that's one of the things I miss most from Argentina, I think. Like, the way people interact and, like, certain warmth um, and food. Mm. Oh, my God, I miss Argentinian <laughs> food so much. Is there any in New Zealand? 
Yeah, no, there's there's a lot. Well, there's a lot of Argentinian and Uruguayan people living here, so there's a lot of places that have tried to sort of make similar food or try to make it as similar as possible mm -hmm. as back home. Um, sometimes it's not really the same because obviously taste here is different, so you, they need to change the product to fit everybody. <laughs> but um, cheese mm. <laughs> cheese is really different here um stuff like that i don't know but um yeah you can still find it and there's a lot of like you know you can get imported stuff for sure yeah yeah <laughs> um so being in new zealand mm. there must have been times where you question yourself you know um yes i think i don't know if this has happened to you but Before COVID, um, there was direct flights to Argentina. So you got on a plane, 13 hours, you were there. Like, I don't even think that we needed a visa. I think something changed in the last year. But it was really, really easy to travel back and forth. So I never really thought about it. And I, I think I've only been back to Argentina once in 2018. But my mom came a lot So I think she was coming almost once a year between me moving here in 2014 and now, or pre-COVID. But COVID sort of changed all that because now traveling is more expensive. Well, obviously there are no flights. Um, I think that was the first time where I questioned, well, like, well, should I go back or just because, you know, like my family is there and even though I've adopted a family here <laughs> it's really not the same and just like distance and what if something happens but the reality is also that I don't really have anything to tie me to Argentina as far as other than family like I would not go back there and work mm. I can't see myself doing that obviously I would if it was like an emergency or I had to be there for a specific reason, but I don't see myself choosing to go there just because, like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm just, I'm just going to go back and work there. That mm. would never... <laughs> I don't want to say never, but, yeah, I don't... It's very hard to yeah. start from the beginning as well. Yeah, and, you know, it's, like... I I feel like a lot of Argentinians miss home because it's, it's a very different lifestyle here. So there's a lot of people that choose, you know, going back. But I don't think that's for me. Like, I don't see myself there mm. or I don't. Yeah, it's it's not for everybody. It is a third world country. It's gotten progressively worse when it comes to, like, the economy and, you know, um, work opportunities. Me being a chef, you know, it would be really hard for me to live a lifestyle anywhere close to how what I have here, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's mainly why I'm like, well, what would be the point of me going there? Mm. Um, so as long as my family is still okay, they're all in good health and, you know, they're, they're all living good lives, um, I think I'm just, I'm, I'm good. I'm just hoping that, you know, we'll be able to travel soon and, 
you yeah. know. At least to meet them for a bit. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Well, before, you know, before COVID, I was planning a big trip to China with my mom just, you know, to go on vacation. And <gasps> so it was going to be two months, you know, running around China, discovering new places together. And that sort of got ruined. But, you know, maybe 2023. <laughs> <laughs> I'm planning for that. I'm saving that. all my money in, that, in my account to go there. You've got a year. Yeah. But um, I, w- I would really, that's one of my things in my bucket list is to go like on a nice long trip with my mom. And, that is so you know, special. Yeah. So at least one trip together around the world somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And why did you choose China? Um, Well, I... My mom loves China since I was very, very young. She's very interested in Asian cultures and especially China. She practices Tai Chi. She's been practicing for almost 25, 30 years now almost. And I don't know, she just sort of passed that on. And you can see that with my love for Asian cultures. Uh Um, So she went to China a a few years ago. And I don't know. I think it was in, like, 2019 that I was like, oh, we should really, you know, we should go. Why not? Mm -hmm. And it was sort of rushed. We started booking everything out of, like, impulsively. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, well, then COVID happened at the beginning. It was like, nah, it will blow over. (laughs) This was, like, early 2020. It was like, nah, it will blow over. We'll be able to go fine. And then everything just went woo. But um, it was... I think it was one of our bucket list places because then we we wanted to go to like Spain or somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but China was like, okay, we'll go to China first, and then we can plan other trips. Um, you have to make that happen. I with know. Her. Yes, yeah. yes, we do. Twenty twenty three. Come on, yes. let's do yeah. it. <laughs> I'm very hopeful for next year. Yeah. Yeah. Um. yeah. Uh, so you mentioned about being a chef. Yeah. That is something really interesting because I've never interviewed a chef before. Really? <laughs> Even though I know a lot of friends who are chefs. Yeah. Um, tell me, why Why is it a passion of... Um, I've always loved cooking. I think my grandma loved cooking for, for my mom, for me. Um, and so I think she kind of passed that on to me. And I never really considered it to become a career until I was like in my 20s and I was like oh I don't I tried a few different like university careers and I didn't really like it didn't really take to them I was like all right I love cooking I'm just gonna go go on and study and become a chef and it's been great honestly it's opened so many doors for me um I think one of the reasons I am where I am today in this country is because chefing has made it possible um, and up until now, I'm not sure in the long run with tourism and everything, but up until now, chefing was one of those careers that, well, you can go anywhere in the world and you can cook. You know, there's always going to be people that need to be fed. Uh, <laughs> people need to eat. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and yeah, well, that's where we are. I love feeding people. Um, I've taken a managing position, so I've stepped out of the kitchen um for a bit because i've been doing it for i think 10 years now and i just needed a breather um obviously cooking at a commercial level has a lot of downsides um 
that I've sort of realized in the last couple of years. Um, but uh, I still love it, and I still love doing it for my friends, and you know. Uh, but it's been nice stepping away from the kitchen for a bit. It's a chefing is hard. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's hard. It's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of hours. You know, there are there are certainly downsides to it, but I still I would still choose it. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. If I it's your it. passion, if yeah. it's something you're happy doing. I'm I'm a person that gets bored of routine as well. So mm-hmm. I think that's that's the difficult part of also being a chef, which is like, well, maybe sometimes you get a little bit bored. So mm-hmm. I've swapped a lot of. Uh, jobs and you know I've I've mm. done a lot of different things because like after a while it's just like oh I'm ready to move on you know yeah. I'm ready to do something new or learn something new mm. or being a new place um, but it's been great I I would still choose it definitely mm. yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you for saying <laughs> that it's yeah. you know it's um, it's a real story of being a yeah. chef you know it's just not something that you get to hear. Yeah, a lot, you know, because they're cooking in the kitchen. So you yeah, can't really <laughs> we're always to there. We're like yeah. hermits. It's like we don't want to see mm. other people. Mm. Oh, thank mm. you. Um, other than that, other than yeah. food, you're also passionate about being in nature, and we did yeah. talk a bit about you um, being passionate about traveling and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, how have you been seeing like? New Zealand as a place where well it's funny before I was in New Zealand I went to Australia and I loved it um and actually if I had found a sponsorship in Australia I probably wouldn't have ended down here but um so our, the south of Argentina is a lot like New Zealand uh, or parts of it and I always went camping and backpacking in the south of Argentina especially with my mom um, so sh- she's a like fact, fun fact. She's a geologist, so she loves nature and she loves rocks and mountains. And she used to backpack a lot when she was younger and well into her life. She still does it if she has the time, especially when we're together. So being here has also sort of been like in Argentina in a way. Mm. Um, and when she comes here, we go backpacking, we go hiking and we enjoy nature together, so that's been really important for my mental health here. Yeah. Um, I've always felt that being in the mountains or in that sort of environment also connects me with her. Mm. So, yeah. That is so <laughs> special. I miss yeah. my mom now. Uh, I do too. Yeah. <laughs> Even um, though I talked to her like 30 minutes ago. I, I talk yeah. to her all the time. Like yeah. when I'm eating, it's, it's like an automatic response to yeah. FaceTime her, you know? Yeah. I love that we're talking about mother-daughter <laughs> relationships. Yeah. Because yeah, I do have a close relationship with my mom as well. Well, it's gotten so much stronger with COVID and everything because she was working from home and... Well, I was not working for a while. And especially during the first lockdown, it was just like every day. Well, around 10 in the morning, she was up, I was up. I was like, hey, what are you doing? I'm just watching TV. I'm cooking. Blah, blah. So we've, I don't know, we've gotten to strengthen our relationship through 
doing like normal daily things while we're talking <laughs> to each yeah. other in the phone you know it's just so, the company feels yeah, nice right exactly yeah so that's a plus from covid i guess yeah there's <laughs> yeah. always um several linings that we would never imagine yeah. happening right it's it's been sort of weird now because we haven't been in touch as much you know since i've taken back work and i'm working in the mountain and you know sort of a remote location so it's been harder um and it, after two years of like const- being in touch constantly and being able to call each other whenever now it's sort of like oh we talk every two weeks and it's like it's not the same mm. <laughs> but um i don't know well it is what it is yeah. we prepared mentally for it mm. so yeah, yeah. It's, it's not as bad mm. but yeah. Um, so you did mention about uh, well-being through nature. Yeah. But what other things that you do? Because I really love listening to how other people practice well-being. Yeah. Like you you mentioned your mom uses yeah. tai chi. You know, it's so yeah. special. Is there anything that you do that you like to share? Um, I I guess it really depends on where I'm working, where, what I'm doing at the moment. I have sort of periods throughout the year where I'm very um, physically active and I go running and I go to the gym, but then sort of that sort of dies down into the winter and I become like a little hermit. <laughs> um, I've always loved movies. I'm a little bit of a, um, what's the word in English? Well, I, I'm a movie buff. Let's put it like okay. that. I'm, so, I'm a little bit of a movie buff and now I'm I've gotten back into korean and japanese uh films and now k-dramas as well (laughs) let's not get into that obsession um so yes that's more of my like homebody speaking you know um i'm very passionate about movies actually (laughs) okay give me one recommendation for everyone listening to watch i don't know i (laughs) It's too much. Uh, it depends. I don't know. It depends on who I'm hanging out. I'm a very big horror fan. Yeah, um, I realize yeah. that. Like, the thing she watches is, like, scary. Yeah. <laughs> I like zombies. I like vampires. Like, good, aggressive vampires. Like, horror vampires. Nothing like Twilight, okay? Huh. You guys, no Twilight, please. <laughs> it's. I, I think the scariest zombie movie I've watched was, like... Um, 27 days or 27 weeks. Oh, yes, like, 28 days. Yeah, yeah. Some, such a good movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so scary. I had nightmares over that. Like. <laughs> I I don't know. I've I've read a few books as well. Um, I've read the book for uh, World War Z. Ah. Or said. Um, the movie was not as good, but the book is, like, I loved it. Mm. And then... I don't know. Well, now I'm watching so many K-dramas and K-movies. Um, I would recommend Kingdom. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people... That was very popular, what, in 2020 during lockdown? Yeah. That was really, really popular. And then I watched Sweet Home. Yeah, <gasps> I love Sweet, Sweet Home. Home. Yeah. It's so good. I'm really hoping that they put out a second season. They have to. Uh, yes, but no news about that <laughs> but i sort of like i enjoy that you know thriller horror yeah. sort of genre um and then japanese movies when it comes to horror and and suspense they're like so they're yeah. amazing um i don't know i've i have friends uh that i watch like 
80s horrors like slasher movies with them and we've rewatched Night- Nightmare on Elm Street or stuff like that you know I can watch mostly anything and I will enjoy it yeah that <laughs> yeah. is so great and I like how you have friends who have yeah. similar interests as you like watching d- d- depending horror depending on the friend we watch like a different genre yeah um, <laughs> yeah we've well up in the mountain we, we watch a lot of like old 80s movies and that sort of stuff um, it's very on theme, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Halloween was interesting. Now that New Zealand was had a lot of like rerun of old movies in the to promote like people going to the movies yeah. while new movies were cut out. Um, so we got to watch so many classics in the movies. It was so good. I enjoyed that so much. That was one of the best parts of COVID for me. It's like going to the movies and watching, I don't know, Hocus Pocus mm. on the big screen. I was like, oh my God, I can't miss this. Yeah. Yeah. So. That is so special. Mental health. That's how I take care of my mental health. <laughs> and, watching horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you are the best person yeah. to be talking about movies. Yeah. Well, uh. well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> uh. yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Justine. Oh, you're so, very welcome. Thank you for yeah. having me here. <laughs> uh, so before we wrap up, do you have any last words to say? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You guys should come to Queenstown and try out, you know. I have friends that have bakeries, and I don't want to promote because I don't know how, how it will go down. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to do that, but, you know, um, Queenstown is a beautiful place, so. I'm I'm really happy that I've moved there. Although I've enjoyed my time in Dunedin as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This is a really good episode to reflect your whole experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah, true. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. I don't really have any last words because I know I'll be back. Yes, yes you <laughs> will. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Justine. Yeah. Thank you for having me. So that is the end of our episode for the Arinalti today. I hope you learn a lot about Justine's passions for movies, her relationship with her mother, connecting to nature, and also her Argentinian culture. Uh, if anyone would like to contact me, feel free to email aizelarina at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can follow me on my Instagram at arinaizel. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye! You've been listening to The Arenality on RFM. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.